everybody thank you for listening to john boy and jake radio today we got a fun friday show we got a lot of national stories a lot of teams playing really good jake in their respective sports we got voicemails we got listener questions we got a lot of other fun stuff i think i hope thanks for joining hope you enjoy let's get into it All right, what's up? Thank you very much for joining. Week three, you're not doing weeks anymore, Jake, but I said I'd do them a little more. Week three of John Boy and Jake Radio is about in the books. It's been fun. Week goes by fast. I feel like I actually have a job now, which is interesting because like the weekends are a thing and Monday through Friday is a thing for me for the first time in a long time. How you doing? Got a hat on. Got a hat on. Got my Tito Polo outfit going. I'm good, man. Fri- Friday in the Bay. But well, what, east well, of that, Denver. You're in Denver. So? There's a bay by me. Sure. The Barnegat Bay. It's probably a fake bay by me somewhere. Closest bay. What constitutes a bay? What's different? What's a bay? What makes a bay different than a lake? No or, idea. I think it has to be attached to the ocean. I think it's like the ocean and then a little inlet of the ocean. Yeah, I think I figured it out. A broad inlet of the sea where the land curves inward. Yeah. Yeah, I live in by the Barnegat Bay, which was an key. indentation or recess in a range of hills or mountains. So I'm totally right. You could be by a bay. That sounds like a big ravine to me. That sounds like a bullshit bay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's, it's gross. How was the rest of your Thursday? Good. How was the rest of my Thursday? Yeah. Yeah, I watched the uh, first UConn basketball game, Tri-State Area Story. Watched that. I know all about it. Ask me. Ask me anything. Gr- grilled grilled some animals. Um, you better clarify. Ate dinner, too. Um, and then, yeah, that was pretty much it. And watched you, a little bit of the pro basketball, too. UConn won. They beat Moorhead State. They never trailed. Closest it was was three points. They played aggressive. They forced turnovers because that's Hurley's style, Jake. Wow. They forced 17 turnovers or something like that. Last year, his team was 13th national and forced turnovers with 527 on the season. You're just a UConn guy. So it's going to be aggressive now. It's going to be aggressive basketball from Dan Hurley, son of his dad, whose last name is Hurley, who coaches at that prep school in New Jersey. Yeah. Who's really mean to guys. But Bobby Hurley. Yeah. Two Bobby Hurleys. But 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 not he Dan Hurley's not the one that played with Leitner, right? No. He played at Seton Hall. 
What a punk. Yeah. Wasn't good enough to play at Duke. Well, that's an interesting thing we got going on, Jimmy. I know you like family dynamics a lot. We've got the legendary dad coach, Bob Hurley. Bob Hurley Jr., get the namesake and was the better basketball player. And then you have brother Dan Hurley, wasn't as much of the basketball player. But now I think he's bringing out that angst later in life, and I think he's becoming the better head coach. He never sat down the whole game, UConn versus Morehead State. He stood up the entire game. With his team, because he's an aggressive coach. You you like that? Yeah, I like that. Okay. I read one article, and I just regurgitated all the facts I remember. So I'm, nice. out, I'm out now. That was pretty good. No, he's uh, he's intense. It's a good... Uh, Jim, something I've, I've come around on, but I every time I mess up the words more and more, uh, I believe in, uh, like organizational identity but through the years so yeah like, like jets hard-nosed football steelers like the steelers football. always having a big time defense like the yankees bronx bombers um i think yukon especially because you know they only have like one identity because of what jim calhoun started good point guards uh good guards uh but i mean that's throughout college basketball but yeah i think you need one of those intense coaches you i don't think yukon would ever be uh, be right with uh, uh, a pure thinker analytics person on the sideline. I think you need some yelling and screaming on those cold winter days in the Northeast. So it was it was a solid win. They uh, probably should have stretched out the lead a little more, but you take the W. They got another cupcake this weekend, and then they play Syracuse, which will be fun. Which is where your sister lives. Shout out. Which is where my sister lives. Shout out. Renee. Nene. Nay, nay. Is that all for around the tri-state area? The Knicks didn't play. The Rangers didn't play. We don't give a fuck about the Islanders. We don't care about the Devils. Football's on the weekend. Yeah. That's all we got. Uh, baseball, no news. Everyone's just circling the rumors over and over and over again. The Bryce Harper stuff is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> One of what's funny, like, there's people on Yankees Twitter that I follow that I really want to start unfollowing that just respond to every rumor as if it's 100% true, and then yeah. do, like, uh, do like a slew of tweets like, I can't believe it. If that's true, I can't believe it. And then the next day, the opposite comes out. It's like, that makes a lot more sense. Because what, uh, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Just wait it out, man. It's Yeah, the, the Twitter world is is chaos. It's chaos. And you can base... It's, it's, it, well, it's partially what we do here, but like you can... You can make your own story. Like, and that's what a lot of people do. And, and it's, it just gets ridiculous. And it's like, well, what if the Yankees did sign Harper and then traded for like a couple of these pitchers? And then other people are like, yo, you got sources on that? It's like, no, no. But they're like, well, I kind of like this idea, so I'm going to push it. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because, like, when John Heyman tweets out something everyone likes, they're like, yeah. When he tweets out something they don't like, they're like, you're a hack. <laughs> yeah. He is a hack. Yes. Full time. <laughs> all right. I mean, so that's all for the around the tri-state area, which brings us to the next segment of the show. Yeah. 
We've got Jake Storielli bringing you the national stories around the sports world. Here he is. Jake, what do you got for us? Hey, Jim. Where, where was I? That wasn't me. That was the, uh, the main anchor. Where was it? Oh, that was someone else. Yeah, come on. Um, I don't. I I didn't list these in order, but I actually got excited. And I, this is something you and me are running into that you know the sports dictate themselves on certain nights. And you know, yesterday we touched upon the Le'Veon Bell thing. He announced he's going to report. Um, Did he announce he, it? I tried to search, and I just saw that the owner of the Steelers, um, Art, said that. He he's, thinks he's most likely going to report. Yeah, one of the Roonies. No, I think Le'Veon tweeted about it. But again, he's been somewhat cryptic, so I mean, nothing's in stone yet. But tweet about it, it sideways. Does, it does. No, it does. Uh, it does make sense though, because I think if he reports before Thursday, uh, he can still hit free agency at the end of the year. So it's it's just going to be a weird dynamic. The his replacement, James Conner, has been playing really well, and he's. He's like the opposite story of Le'Veon Bell. He like survived cancer in college and stuff. So it's going to be interesting to see. If so you're telling split. me Le'Veon Bell didn't survive cancer? Uh no, not not that I know of. Because I haven't either that I know of. Right. I had um, a really bad asthma attack when I was two. I was in the hospital for two weeks. Where do you, where are you where are you putting that on the scale of uh, surviving stuff? Um, like a two. Okay. Cool. Um, it's probably a lot scarier for your folks. Oh yeah, um, I had no idea what was going on. I just got a lot of free lollipops. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Le'Veon will report. That'll be interesting just to see if they share carries and their Steelers like rolled last night. They beat a good Carolina Panther team, like fifty-two to twenty-one, something like that. And that late one was a cheapy. Um. So it's going to be interesting. It's one of those things like he comes back and it's going to be really cool and it's like, wow, watch out for these Steelers. Or like now if they lose a game and he gets more touches than the other guy, they'll be like, the team was better before. So yeah, that's, I, that's their sport. I'm still rooting for pettiness. I, I want them to not even play him. Right. Then franchise tag him again. 52 to 21. Your boy Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster, he's, he's kind of nutty. I saw that um, Reed get kicked out. You're out of here, man. Stop stop with the funny business. Um, Steelers score a lot. There's your story. Um And they played good defense. Dude. You're always the, you're always neglecting the good defense. Always neglecting the twenty one points given up by the defense. And one of the touchdowns was late. So they, they did do pretty well because the game started off close early. Cam had a couple big plays and then they, they busted it open. Jimmer, I, I got to talk the hoops, Los Hoops, um, and back to the men's Huskies. No, we already talked about them. Um, and I two, two cool stories, but one makes me mad. So the Bucks, Mil- Milwaukee, whoop on your Golden State Warriors. Yeah. At Golden State. Saw um, that. They had, like, no points. And it was like, what's up? You're supposed to score all the points all the time. And, dude, it was kind of awesome because normally, like, we've seen Golden State lose and it's either to LeBron or it's a game you walk away from and you're like, that was kind of fluky. Um, but the Bucks just straight up stomped him uh, at Oracle. Giannis only had to play 26 minutes, and luckily because he picked up his fifth foul. Um, but Chris Middleton's one of the most underrated players in the league. 
Eric Bledsoe's been enigmatic up until this point. He had an incredible game. Um, but, dude, they've just got this weird mix of, like, like Giannis is the freak. They have an underrated guy. They have an enigmatic guy. And then they have, like, this group of kind of like, – gritty is the hilarious word in sports these days. But, like, gritty overachievers – that just do all the little things. They make this team. They like looked really good. Did you watch this game? Was it were shots not falling for the Warriors because they were having off nights, or was it was the were the Bucks contending and making their shots not fall? Because I feel like with the Warriors, when you got you know their game, like they could have an off night and it could have nothing to do with the defense. Yeah, I think Clay had it. Clay Clay looked Clay looked really good. Um, Curry didn't. He, I, I was interested to see if he got his like special Curry going because he started off ugly, then he made one shot, and I think that's a cool thing about him. He makes one, and then everyone kind of looks at each other like, "Yo, is it about to happen?" Um, didn't really happen, and then they they kind of contain contained Durant really well. They, if you look at the box score, they made all the other guys kind of beat them, and all the other guys played decently. Um. Like Iguodala two for three, Quinn Cook six for nine, Kevin Looney two for three, uh, Damian Jones six for eight. Vandy alum, shout out. Um, Why are we shouting out Vandy alums? Uh, it's where my girl went. Oh, I didn't know you uh, went to school. Yeah, so um, it was just really interesting. Like they straight up got beat, and there was nothing. And then anytime there was close to momentum, you know, like Pat Connaughton, Pat Connaughton. Oh my God. Um, he he puts up a fifteen spot. You you'd like him, Jim. He was supposed to be a first round pitching prospect. Um, Arm fell off, but instead he just likes banging around in the NBA and being a role player. Where <laughs> I think he's like a six three six four white guy, and he just hustles. He plays super hard, and he like he was awesome. He was a huge factor last night. Um, I'm interested to see. He's one of those guys that like if the basketball fizzles out soon. I think he can still pitch in baseball, but he's, like, passing his limit. He's, like, too good at basketball. Why would you choose basketball over baseball? Love the game, man. I guess so. But I feel like lifestyle, everything else, you'd choose baseball. But, Protect, so I think... Protected money, players' yeah. union, all that shit. Play, play hoops, shooting hoops. Um, I think what this was funny in the other basketball story of the night is the Celtics came back down a million uh, to the Phoenix Suns at Phoenix, which, again, is is nothing. Um, but Phoenix is one of the worst teams in the NBA. The Celtics are supposed to be one of the best teams in the NBA. So and this is were- what I'm talking about, because the Celtics game, they had four starters go scoreless in the first half. Right. So, and, and you're saying that um, it wasn't the defense because they're bad. So this is like, it seems like they just shot terrible. And then they were like, hey, guys, let's start shooting better. And then they won. Yeah, I mean, more or less. And uh, they they probably weren't up for the game, quote unquote, because it is at Phoenix. But I mean, I'm not going to give them that much of an excuse. But uh, yeah, I mean, they were down 20 at the half. They were down 20, I think, going into the fourth. They were down 15. Um, And it's... It it just turned into NBA basketball really quick. The Celtics started making shot. The pressure went on the Suns. 
Uh, they gave up the one big shot to that. Oh, the Suns were up three. Celtics have the ball with six seconds left, and they didn't foul, so they just let them take a, th- a three. They tie it. They win. So, like, the headlines is going to be, wow, Sun, or Celtics have incredible comeback, which is was at a game they should have rolled. And it would have made them 6-5, and five, which would have started all these Celtics like, oh, are the Celtics okay this year? Instead, this is like, oh, this is the win that will spark the Celtics. And meanwhile, the Bucks beat the best team in the league, and I don't think that's going to get the, the press it should, Jim. Yeah, definitely won't. So... Because I think it's so easy, like, LeBron just takes days off. Like, maybe the Warriors are like, all right, well, it's a long season. Let's just, who cares? Yeah, I, it, it was totally a game that meant a lot more to Milwaukee um, because they want to be viewed as a contender. But, dude, they've got, like, Giannis is a freak. Uh, dude, it was, it was cool to see the freak shows on the NBA court last night. Kevin Durant, freak. Giannis, freak. Uh Curry, but didn't really have a freaky mode. Freaky mode. I like that. Um, but yeah, I mean that's those. Those are the main things you want. Are we ready for that last item? Your boy, Nathan Peterman. <laughs> I'll I'll let you go with this because I this this is a national sports story you can get behind. Well, the Bills have started a GoFundMe to pay Nathan Peterman to retire from the NFL. Not the Bills, not the not his team, <laughs> the fans. Well, you don't know who was behind it. Yeah, that's true. I don't know the initiator. So Bills fans or, or Bills started GoFundMe to pay Nathan Peterman to retire from the NFL. Their goal is $1 million, which I don't know if that gets it done. So far, they've collected $157. Right. I still, I don't know where his head's at. I don't think that would get it done, but you never know. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like it's all in the title there. It's pretty funny. Yeah, if, if you don't know the whole Peterman story, he's Bill's quarterback out of pit, got drafted fifth round 2017. They gave him a start over Tyrod Taylor, who was pretty well liked last year, and everyone's like, oh, wow, this guy must be showing stuff in practice. Throws an interception every 10 passes. That's That's not me making up a stat. That's real life. And I want to say in his last full game, he threw three interceptions, and that raised his lifetime quarterback rating. <laughs> it's I, it's really it's bizarre. Whoever actually donated money, you're not funny. <laughs> like <laughs> he, not- you, you actually donated money to this. Yeah, you can't get that back. So it's 157 bucks in there. I'm hoping it's a bunch of onesies and twosies that have gotten it there. Um, Because, yeah, that's that's not a great look. He's on on a four-year, $2.63 million contract. So, I don't know. Million bucks goose egg at the end of it? Sure. That's so crazy and fucking annoying. That's so annoying. Do we have any other sports? I don't think so. I, I think it was high and tight, but I, I think it was quality stuff. Um, I mean, it's it, it would be what's upcoming this weekend, but I think that's a later seggy in the show. Yeah, we'll do that at the end. So, so I mean, oh, my God, are we calling it? I think you have to sometimes. Quick cricket match today. Quick cricket match. That's like a quick cricket match. It's probably like two days long. Yeah. 
You ever want to go play cricket together, just me and you? No. Yeah, me neither. I'd kill. It'd be too easy. You'd never even played before. How do you feel you did the first half there, Jim? I think I didn't have anything to contribute, really. Are you kidding me? You recited a whole UConn article. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my memory is pretty wild. I didn't like commit that to memory on purpose. I just remembered it. Sure. I was like, who's this writer? Do I trust him? I don't know. I'll just memorize all this stuff about the UConn game. If you could go back and make a joke either about UConn, uh, Golden State, Milwaukee, the Steelers, Peterman, what what joke would you go back and really give the people? I don't know. I just I just heightened my joke about when you said your girl went to Vandy and I said I didn't know Noodle went to school. And right. I, don't, I don't know if the audience realized how funny it was. This is just a subtle you date your dog joke. <laughs> and your dog is smarter than you joke. I like you and Le'Veon Bell just becoming mortal enemies. Yeah, I know it's like petty and shit, but come on, dude. You're fucking... I, I, play, the, I, play the game when you peop, play. When people say, why are you taking the side of the owner? I'm, I agree for the most part. I usually yeah. would side with the players. But you're not playing the sport now, so... And the Steelers are doing somewhat fine without you, so... Yeah, they're they're actually back to being one of the better teams in the league after their slow start. Why don't you go swallow some turf? Wow. Get out there. Heavy beef. I mean, they got to pull a uh, Doug Martell situation where, like, no one blocks for him. He just gets rocked a couple times, right? Like, one or two of those would be pretty cool. Yeah. I, what, so, serious question, and, like, business hat on. Like so, the other running back's been doing pretty well, but I, Le'Veon's still better than him for for what we know. Would you be the guy that's like, we're not going to resign him? Like, let's lo- run Le'Veon into the ground. Like, where where would you stand as like, like Joe Torrey and Scott Proctor? Kind of, yes. No, I mean, I just try to win and and put my pettiness aside if I'm a coach. Wow, oh. but I wouldn't. I'd ease him in pretty slowly. Like, it's not going to get the job right away. I think he has to earn the job. And then the other guy has to fumble once, and then, okay, you've earned it. Yeah, it's 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 really funny to think about, like, what shape is this guy in? Is, is, is he in really good shape or not as great shape? There's no middle area, right? Yeah. Second half of the Friday show. Should I, what, do I sound effect for this? <laughs> I just hit a random button. Didn't know it was going to be car crash. It's a good one. It's a good one, though. All right. So second half of the show, we got voicemails. 908-845-5792. We actually had some people call in last second. So I'm excited about this. Are you ready, Jake? I think so. Ready as they'll ever be, coach. Mm, I don't know about that. Um. All right. First voicemail. Here we go. Hey, I'm Rob. Big fan of the show. First time caller. Listen to you guys on my commute to work every day. Long drive from Laguna to Huntington Beach. Quick question for you guys. You, you guys seem like some weird guys, so I was wondering if you guys ever lived with any other weird guys, and if so, what was the weirdest thing that those guys have ever done was? All right. Love the show. See you guys later. Rob from Laguna to Huntington Beach. On his drives. He's driving right now listening. You want to know how long that drive is, Jake? It depends on the time of day, Jim. Yeah, 26 minutes. with no. Right now it's 26 minutes. 
Is that the five? 405? Now the one. The one? It's right on the coast, unless you want to go inland and take the 73. Right on about, the coast. How about Rob from California? I don't know. Who are some weird guys you've lived with, Jim? We've lived with. We've, I've had so many roommates. Right? I count Isn't it kind of funny now that there's a time in our life that it was just like, yeah, I, I would live with you. I counted it. I think I had like 30 roommates in uh, like a six-year span. Pretty good. Well, we lived with 10 people, so I'm counting all those in college. Right. Um, and then I lived in my freshman year of college. I lived in a dorm with five girls and four boys. It wasn't a dorm. It was like a suite. Like the girls were upstairs. We were downstairs. We shared right. a living room and a kitchen and all that. That's a pretty wild setup. That was a ballsy move by wh- which school was that? Sonoma State. Sonoma State. Go Trojans. Sea Wolves. Go Sea Wolf Trojans. I think they were the Lumberjacks, and then they took it apart. Took it. They said no. Lumberjack Sea Wolf Trojans. Um, yo, my fr- my roommate freshman year showed up, <laughs> showed up to college with a seatbelt tan line because he drove up probably using the one or the 101 uh, from from Southern California to college. He drove up with no suntan lotion on, shirtless. And he had like his whole chest was just burnt red with a seatbelt tan down from his shoulder to like, you know, his hip. Like a, so- like a sash. Like he won a prize, but it's really just the his pale skin. And he right. thought it was cool. Oh, yeah. I'm on his side. I wish I met him and not you. Well, his name was Matt Tressel, so we called him Mattress. And, Mattress. Uh, That's a good he, name. He he was gone before Thanksgiving, failed out or quit or whatever. Yeah. Things things don't work out sometimes. Who's who's the biggest character you lived with? It's Ken. Come on. It's Ken. I don't I don't have any stories about Ken though, do you? I can't think of any. You don't have any stories. I know my favorite story about Rob, who may or may not have been the guy that just called in. Right. Rob's a big meathead. I think this is a fun story. Okay. Rob's a big meathead, super strong guy, uh, but a pharmacist. So like his, he's smart in the pharmaceutical world. Gentle giant. Gentle giant. What's up, Rob? I know you're listening. So he has to work at a hospital for his last uh, like year of school. You know, right? Uh, like what? I don't know. Fellow, what's that called when you go there? Whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So they have to like. Have you ever seen Scrubs or any hospital show? They make their rounds and they talk about stuff. Rob. Loves working out so much that he's like, God damn, this is getting into my gym time. What am I going to do? So he brings a uh, like a forearm, like a squeeze. What is what's that thing called? A grip, yeah. str- grip strength thing. <laughs> grip strength. And thing. his his lab coat covers his hands because it's so big and wide. So he's like, I oh, just fucking work my forearms out while we're doing little rounds. You know, we're all standing around talking. <laughs> One uh, of the biggest meathead moves you can. It's <laughs> such a meathead moves. Like, I got to <laughs> like, give a- How did you? How are you not going through those motions in your head and being like, I don't know, this might be too meathead. <laughs> like, his, his doctor's talking and he's with all his other students and he's just squeezing. One, two, three, four, five. Well, <laughs> squeezing away his forearms. Anyway, they're. They're making rounds at one point, and uh, he drops his <laughs> he drops the forearm squeeze thing on the floor, and it's like a loud metal bang. So everyone looks up. Uh, he he just looks at it. Everyone, <laughs> well, I wonder whose that could be. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it made like a slight squeak too. So like people knew, but they just rolled with it. 
<laughs> and it's just like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> so thanks, Rob, for calling. I bet you didn't expect that twist. Good story. Good story. Yeah, we've, we've lived with a lot of the same weird... All, any of our college stories... Because, yeah, we we lived in a house that was like three floors, and each floor had its own kitchen living room, but it was all connected. So we were it was a house of 11 guys, which... Yeah, I mean, we were a, essentially a frat that didn't have to do any of the fake frat stuff. So so any of those stories are going to be good. The Ken me- guy you mentioned, a lot of good stories with him. I just, I just This came up the other day. You and me got asked uh, a La Quinta hotel survey by one of our friends. Yeah. And I, uh, all, both of our reaction was like, Hey, do you do you want the real answers? Because I don't know if you're gonna like. I gave what you're my about real to answers. I, I said most people I know pronounce it wrong and pronounce it La Quinta. Uh, that was like one of my things. And then the other question was, would you ever stay at a La Quinta? And I said, yeah, sure, but my standards are low. Right, <laughs> right. You you answered honestly. You brought the noise. Um, I so in this survey, our our buddy Ken gets mentioned here. Uh. Just because, so we took a class. This is this is senior year of college, a C- senior C- year of college, three hundred level class. CCSU. This is a CCSU podcast. C- Central Connecticut State. Yes, big CCSU. We're huge in New Britain, Connecticut. Um, I, I'll leave the professor's name out of it, partially because I'm forgetting and I don't want to throw him under the bus. But this guy, him and his wife, were like a big part of the faculty at CCSU in like the marketing and business department. Uh, and I, he comes from like old oil money. So he didn't even, he didn't have to teach, but he taught because every two years he would get to go somewhere for a semester and like be the abroad teacher for a semester. So basically he was like traveling the world every other year. And that's why he did this whole professor gig, which is kind of hilarious in hindsight, but it adds up in the story. So Buddy Ken, me and him are two guys that should never be in a class together. We're in this class together. We walk in and he goes, bro, I had this guy last year. Like, I got this. And I was like, dude, I've seen you in real life. There's no way the setup you just gave me was accurate. It was dead on. They were buddies. So literally every time we take a quiz or a test, Ken's last name is Paserno. Teacher had a big Boston accent. He'd go, He'd be handing out the test. And you've got, it's college. Like, you've got kids on the borderline of fainting. You've got people all nervous and stuff. He comes around again and goes, Paserno, why am I even going to give you this test? You know you're going to fail it. And then our buddy Ken would go right back to him and go, yeah, but you're going to give me that B, though. And they'd start laughing. And this was college. They need to give him the B. As of less than a decade ago. He got an A in the class. (laughs) Never passed the test. Maybe Ken's uh, really smart. So that's... Uh, and you're holding a, him back. I think that's one of those real life, you know, if you can be real with someone, like, just give them the A. Colleges. Dude, I, in my freshman year of college, I had this professor that was Northern California hippie. English professor, long hair. No one understood a word he was saying. It was, like, right. so symbolic and, like, metaphors and... Uh, everything tied to life and earth and every, it was like, whoa, dude, you're like, right. you're there was so one, there was one and a half students that loved that guy. And everyone else was like, dude, stop it. There's, he was so like big picture on every piece of thing we read. Like, what does this mean to the world? I was like, whoa, dude, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Heavy. So anyway, 
I passed it. I, I think I did the best in the class because I went to his office hour after every class and just said, man, I don't understand what you were really talking about today. Can we go over it again? And then I'd completely zero out. I'd just read like whatever was hanging on his bulletin board while right. he explained it again. But because he thought I cared, I passed. Right. Because college is subjective and stupid. Sharing is caring. So shout out Sonoma State and Central Connecticut uh, for yeah. having teachers who don't actually grade on the grades. Appreciate and for you. us for being stupid. Uh, pretty stupid. Next, Kala. Jake and John Boy Radio. This is Austin Colin from the 513 shout out at Cincinnati. And uh, just calling to uh, brag about my weekend a little bit. Saturday night, I'll be up in Columbus uh, for the Rangers game. I'll be checking out our, our Swedish savior uh, in person, getting a little scouting report together. I'm sure he'll be taking full advantage of his November call-up. That's Leon Sanderson. Uh, knowing me, I'll be uh, kicking, screaming, trying to get him to throw me a puck so I can prove that uh, he throws more than just silver medals over the glass. But uh, and if you guys are trying to get a little talking Rangers going, uh, my phone lines are always open. I'll spill the beans a little bit. Let me know. Bye. Take care. Love the show. So I think Austin is just putting himself in the running for best weekend early. And we're going to try yeah. and have best weekend competitions on Mondays. Remember to tweet those at us. Get yourselves in there. We're going to, win, we're going to award the best weekend and the worst weekend. Right. Because we don't want to make you try to do something you don't want to do. So, like, if you run over a deer and then uh, you have to call the cops and your car's totaled and then the cop has to come and shoot the deer in front of all your children, then you can win worst weekend. Yeah, Yo, did you hear Greg hit a deer? Did he? That's Last a... night? Yeah. Did it was Total it his car. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I... My family did hit it... a deer and, like, we called the cops. He had to come shoot it once. That's why I said that. It's pretty nice. Yeah, it was the day he's getting his... Uh... Greg, who does talking Nick's with me, uh, <laughs> it, today he's getting his like, it's his bar passing or whatever it is in New York State. Yeah, become a bartender. Uh, something like that. But uh, yeah, night before. What kind of car? Because my fear is, you know, when the car deer like you hit its legs and it flips into the windshield, it kicks you to death. Um, I could send you a picture. Is this a sedan? I didn't see blood or anything. It just like the car was beat up. When we hit a deer in Illinois, it totaled my parents' Suburban. Yeah. We hit a buck in mating season. So we hit like a horny mm. buck chasing chasing some tail, trying literally. to fuck in the Illinois woods. Yeah, literally. The the female got away, thank God, you know? Yeah. So well, my we were just, you know, trying to stop rape culture in the deer world. Maybe the other deer thought, like, that other deer was locked on her, and then... She was like, no, he didn't impregnate me. I haven't seen him. And maybe she, it was like a scarlet letter for her. Maybe from there she never got the chance to reproduce. She was the outcast of the community because of your family. Maybe, but I still, we still saved a rape in either way. What if she liked it? The deer that my dad hit had tunnel vision. Just straight like, I'm going to run across these four lanes of highway. Right. Because I'm trying to have sex with that pretty deer in front of me. Yeah. And just uh, here comes a Suburban, just boom. I was in sixth grade, so probably 11 years old. And the deer just, I remember like watching it skid outside the window. We pulled over. Uh, my dad, the cops come, 
and my dad's like telling me and my mom like get away get away and we're like what what are you talking about you're gonna like make out with a deer or something and the cop just pulled out his gun and just shot the deer dead to finish the job like right in front of my dad right we heard the shots we're like whoa whoa and then we asked the cop in the car at home like what are you gonna do with that deer he's like oh we got a buddy on the squad loves making venison for everyone oh okay well thanks for dinner like nice just, venison chili. We yeah. just we just made your dinner for you, so maybe you know, give us some money, pay for the car. You could ask. I hit a coyote once and uh, was super tore up about it because I thought Eight I either hit. I uh, hit. Okay. I thought I killed a, someone's family dog. Right, 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 right. It ran out in front of the street, and I was like, I pulled over, and uh, the dude from the pizza shop that lived right by, who's a nice guy, was like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, well, I think I just hit a, a family's dog. Right. And he was like, well, there's lights. Like, the people stopped because it was in the middle of the road. So I went home. I called the police station because I was like, there was like a thing, you know? Like, you know, like all the cars were out there. I was like, hey, I think I just hit something. Just want to let you guys know it's on the road. Blah, blah. Oh, yeah, we're getting calls. We're getting calls. I think it's a dog. And I was like, oh, shit. I want to kill a family's dog. It get ran in the middle of the road. Then the dispatcher gets back on the phone. He goes, ah, oh, our... Uh, our guy just showed up. It was a coyote, so thanks. He got rid of one. Good job. It's like, I, don't, I don't feel good about it, but I feel better. So, yeah, I'd say have a good weekend, Austin. Enjoy the Rangers game. Yeah, and let it be known, I killed a coyote with my bare Can hands. He killed a coyote. Austin's getting the scouting report. Who's that Swedish guy you missing? Leon? I don't know. I think it was shots, Leon fired, Bridges. At, it was shots fired at Lundquist, right, that he only wins silver medals? So I, I didn't catch the shots fired that Austin was I think shot. there was shoot. some of that. Well, anyway. We'll Kill a coyote and get back to us, Austin. How fun is saying coyote instead of coyote? So much fun. It's if if you say coyote, you're the loser. I think is what you're it comes that, down to. You're on that peyote. Ooh, John Boy and Jake Radio. Uh, so Sunday, big game, Madison Square Garden, Orlando Magic, New York Knickerbockers. Um, all right. Well, I'll just, I'll, John Boy had his predictions every game in the Yankee offseason. So I'll give mine. I have the Magic winning like 180 to 72. You know, I'll give you guys a good, a good quarter. Um, curious to see what you think. Jake, Jake sucks. Go Magic. Magic Sam calling up. Now, do you want to make a bet with Magic Sam? I think this, this calls for a bet. Do you think, are you confident the Knicks want to win or will win? We discussed it, yeah. So there's, we have an interesting thing coming up where the, they play at New York this Sunday and then they play at Orlando after that. So it's either make an easy double or nothing bet or something like that. But we, me and him, he, he DM'd me. We talked briefly, but we don't, we don't know. I don't know. And, I mean, the Knicks are going to roll so I don't want to take the clothes off his back. You know what I'm saying? Well, I got just here's a proposition. If right. the Magic win both games, right. you have to go to a Magic class and learn Magic. You think I'm going to go to a Magic class? It sounds like hell. Be around a bunch of people that want to learn Magic. That's the worst kind of people you could be around. Yeah, I don't think we need any more shootings in this country, so I'm not going to go to that. <laughs> and, okay, well, I was going to make Sam wear knickerbockers around the city for a week. Yeah, well, that's a win for him as well. I lose both <laughs> bets. <laughs> okay, you have, to do, you have to do Magic. Imagine 
going to a magic class with a bunch of wannabe magicians. If the Knicks lose both games, I will learn a magic trick. <laughs> okay, they, you're 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 really in for it now. Sam, yeah, and then what Sam have to do? Uh, I don't know. TBD. TBD. I can't wait for your magic trick. He's got a. <clears throat> he's. I don't know. I'll think about it. You have to get like a magic outfit too. No, see now you're getting involved in something you're not even involved in. I'm brokering the bet. No, you're you're out. We've we've kicked you out as a broker, and you're still trying to broker the bet. You, I, I no, I, no, no. I see, I see you digging. Time out. Okay, no. time out. If we had more money and time and assets, right. would it not be a hilarious video if a camera crew went with you to a magic class with a bunch of people that think like they want to learn magic? Yeah, same thing with you. Maybe I'll make that a bet. The bet with you next time. I, I got no skin on it. Orlando Magic. Oh, he doesn't want the bet. I got the bet. Who's got the bet? Who's doing the magic? Yeah. All right. When we finally, when we have money to go do fun videos, we'll both go to a magic class. People would be, people wouldn't, they'd be like, why are you guys so mad? Like, fucking magicians. They'll kill yeah. themselves. Ooh. Uh, magically, not real death. Okay. Hey, Jimmy and Jake. It's uh, JP from Connecticut calling in for the Jimmy and Jake show. Uh, I was calling in to talk about daylight savings. I used to hate it, and now I'm kind of into it because I leave for work way earlier. Wondering what your thoughts on it. I know at this time of year it gets dark early, and it's super depressing to get out of work like that. But now that I leave for work super early, it's good to see the sun in the morning. So, all right. Love the show. Love the new format. Keep it up, guys. It's JP with the best voicemail voice and cadence i think I've that's ever a heard. really good voicemail voice really good voicemail voice like i was like i'm jp and here's what i'm saying and you can understand it perfectly cali to cincy to ct cali to ct um daylight savings i don't wake up early enough to have the the sun in the morning affect me you do maybe yeah, when I get up with the dog, it's coming up. It, it's noticeable during daylight savings time. I mean, the back end of it, it you go from there's a chance of happy hour on a rooftop with some sun to now, like, at 5 p.m., it's it's over. Yeah. And, I mean, out, out here, out here, out here in these parts, I mean, you still get a good sunny day. But in the Northeast, man... When once December rolls in, if you work past four, like it's just it's dark every day. Every day I do. Uh, yeah, but waking up, if you do have to wake up in the morning, waking up in the darkness sucks. And there's some actual science around it, like the the sunlight helps you wake up. There's sure. there's lamps you can get put in the corner of your room that have that same vitamin that sun gives off that you can put on a timer. So the only time I remember really enjoying that was in Illinois when I had to wake up super early for the bus stop. And when daylight saving time and it was light out, like, you know, one day goes by and now it's you're walking to the bus stop and it's light out. It's like, well, this is nice. Is, are there like apps for school buses yet? In what way? What do you think the apps are doing? Like, I'm, I'm just thinking, I, you just mentioned standing out in the dark for a bus. Like, I did that often. Some of my bus rides, because our... our the hometown I'm from was pretty spread out. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, there'd be mornings you have to get out there and it's dark and it's cold and it's you're just a little kid standing on the side of the road. How is there not like your bus is here app? Well, your bus wasn't on a schedule like mine came at the same like minute. I mean, it was supposed to. But like if you think it went by that ever like, no, I loved like, bus. You had a 15 minute zone. I lived next to the school. Uh, like the school was in my backyard. It was probably a quarter mile walk. Just we could see the school. You could see the playground. It was right there. I'd wake up and take the bus, which was like a forty plus minute ride because I was the first to get picked up, instead of walking the five minutes to school. Because I just like being social in the morning. Yeah, that's total total kid move. If you got a good bus, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. I remember Were one you first time dropped off. No, I would never take it home because I just wanted to go home and eat. Oh, nice. Okay. Just in the morning. Start the day off a little better. Yeah. Feel like you hung out with some friends before you get go to class. Yeah. Get get the engine revved with some friends. My only my only memory from my elementary school bus in Illinois is there's one kid who, who was in fifth grade and I was probably in fourth and he thought he was like really cool and badass, you know? And he would talk shit to all the girls and be mean. And this one girl just said to him one time, you can't even match your clothes. And he was wearing a green shirt with green shorts, same shade green. And he was mm. like, they're both green. They match perfectly. And she was like, you think that's matching? That's the same color, you loser. And I took so much like inventory in my brain. I was like, okay, don't wear the same color. That's not matching. The rest of my life from that moment, dark pants, light top, light top, dark pants. Just from that bus interaction, that kid got embarrassed. Green yeah. and green, loser. He's probably stoked you brought it up. Yeah, hanging by a thread right now. <laughs> yeah, he was. I was fucking. I was hoping no one would remember that. That I, I. I tell you this. That dude never wore green and green again. Because when you get called out like that, that seeps into your brain forever. Me and the rest of everyone listening know that you are actually the bad guy in the story, and you're just deflecting the memory. So. We're happy for you, Jim, but we know. I didn't wear green and green. I don't wear green. I wear yeah. three colors. So just suppress it right down deep, my man. Dude, you think I got caught we'll dead wearing green together. and green? I could have. There was a big learning moment for me when she told him, like, you're not yeah. matching wearing I'm telling green and you, green. Because I was with the switched kid. It in your head. Yeah. I was with I was like, green and green matches, you dummy. They're the right. same color. Of course they match. I'm still kind of on that boat. <laughs> yeah, you didn't Still witness there. the verbal abuse this kid got. Anyway, we have a we have a we have a not a voicemail, but a question, okay, which he stole from Reddit. Easy, easy E. You a have a T quad? Yeah, this will be our T quad. Twitter question, Twitter question of, the day. of the day. Do we want a sound effect for the T quad? Here it comes oh. the T quad. That was nothing. That sucked. The T quad. All right, that's better. Better. Yeah. You have to spend the rest of your life on the main set of a TV show. Which do you pick? Now, does this have to be limited to sitcoms? A main set of a TV show? I don't think so. I think I think the problem is like. What's the main set? So, like, if this was Game of Thrones, is it the frickin' the the throne room? I guess so. I wouldn't choose that, for sure. I guess that's where it gets tough. Yeah, I don't know. 
Probably just like I do like a generic bad show. I don't know. Family Matters. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I want a house with a house. bed. I was thinking of like Boy Meets <laughs> yeah. World House or Drake and Josh House. Like those are just being a house. Is there some like sweet rich person house TV show? Entourage. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, this seems like there's some good answers that we're not smart enough to think of. Right. Um, friends. No, wouldn't do it because that's just an apartment building. And I mean, are you just trapped in there? Either way, this is hell. Hope it gives you hell. Hope it gives you hell. What's like a good broad one? Like a huge set, like Biodome? That's a movie. Could be interesting. Could be interesting because it's made for a person to survive in. Yeah, I mean, like, what's the situation? If I live in the quote-unquote friend's apartment, do I live in that nice apartment and I'm actually in New York City? Or am I just trapped on a movie set? I don't know. Right? Stipulations are bogging us down. Too much much brain. Give me a (laughs) workaholics house. (laughs) I already done that. Yeah, right? That's gross. Do you what about always sunny? You just live in the bar? That'd be depressing after a while. Yeah. I don't know. Not saying no. I'd like to live in Stranger Things world, just like Halloween fall eighties all the time. You pretend like you're not a scared person. Okay. There's monsters running around that town in a separate scary universe. <laughs> Take away the monsters and just put me in the eighties <laughs> and fall. Okay. <laughs> Like the Goldbergs. <laughs> yeah, like the Goldberg set. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with the monsters. Yeah, Jimmy picked the Demogorgon town. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I fucked up. You want me to say I fucked up? I oh, Jake. <clears throat> this is our last thing before we get we'll let everyone enjoy their weekends. Okay. I was sitting on the couch watching How Far Is Tattoo Far Last Night? Do you know what this is? No. I didn't either. It's this show on MTV. I guess it's in its second season. Who the fuck knows? Snooki hosts it and this other person. Yep. Two people come in that are like feuding a couple or cousins. Those cousins last night. <clears throat> and they give each other tattoos. <clears throat> so. Okay. They, write, they draw them for each other and then they go get them tattooed on their body and then they reveal them. It's like you do fucked up shit or whatever. Right. Um, it's terrible. I mean, terrible. One of them tattoos actually sucked. The other one was clear as day he was going to propose via tattoo, and I called it, but no one was around me. Right. I was like, Zim, she's going to propose. Katie was shouting, Katie. Like, so I had to tweet it out, let everyone know. Like, I'm smart. I figured this out. Right. He did propose. I was right. I'm the, I'm the best ever. Anyway, what tattoo would you give me, and what tattoo would I give you? Wow. What tattoo would I give you? I think I've got it. Probably just it words. Try your hardest. Do your best. Oh, you're going nice. Yeah. Oh. Thanks. So what does that mean for me? Because we're just really good friends. <laughs> and you're talking about giving me a tattoo. And then you just your reaction was, oh, you went nice. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I th- the premise of the show is like not do nice ones. So it, I didn't. I wasn't thinking of a mean one specifically because of you, just because that's kind of the thing right. Of the show. I'd give you a nice one too, then for sure. But I was gonna do uh, a frog getting uh, raped by a monkey. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be 
You know, no flies on you. That'd be messed up. Yeah, because be that's your least up. favorite video of all time. Yeah, that uh, that one early viral video of a, a frog raping a monkey. Yeah, it like shakes me to my no, core. The frog didn't rape the monkey. <laughs> uh, reverse, reverse. Well, we don't know. <laughs> what's the worst tattoo you could get in that situation? Like, what's something you'd actually be like? Oh. You were close. You were close with the monkey frog stuff. So then you got to explain that to people. Yeah. It's up there. The one from the show was it was a cousin and sh- she just put on his chest a, p- a picture of her driving in her car and her face and flipping him off like right on his chest, though. You cover it up. I think if, if, you, if you the meanest thing you could do is take like a, a, a ugly picture of me. And then make it all my terrible features like worse, like almost like a caricature of myself, but realistic, not a cartoon. Right. And then like put a Red Sox shirt on it. And that would like suck to have that on my body all the time. Yeah, that's pretty tough. No, you like you look in the mirror on a bad day and you're like, fuck. It's like, oh, that's on my body for life now. Right. Well, that is your body for life. So I know. Basically, I'm saying tattooing a mirror on myself. But thanks um, for giving me the nice tattoo. That was cool of you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Katie's got seven tattoos. It's kind of neat. Between the two of us, we have seven. Between the two of you, you have seven. I like that. I'm still holding out for a butt tat. We'll see. Why don't you get a magic tattooed on your butt? Like the logo or... No, magic. A trick. Yeah, get a trick tattooed on your butt. I don't know. I'm, I'm leaning against that for some reason. Well, we'd have to figure out the stipulations, how it works and all that, but eventually we'd find yeah. it. Magic tattoo? I don't know. Okay. All right. I think that's the show. That's the weekend. Do you have any big plans for this weekend? Are you going to win best weekend or are you going to win worst weekend? It's time for the show. I'm going to have a good weekend. My uh, One of my lifelong good buddies, Jack Strobel, is coming into town um, just to see the city of Denver. Never been. So... Probably have a couple sodas. Debating going to the big Nets-Nuggets game tonight, Jim. At at the stadium. Actually at, go there. Yes. That puts you tied for Austin in the running for good weekend because he's going to a sporting event as well. Right. I'm looking, at, uh, I'm looking at winning worst weekend right now. I think I have zero plans and an airport run on Sunday. Oh, yeah. So, so, so get at me. I'm going to win. I'm going to the air- airport. I'm doing the airport run in a little bit, so I'm eligible. No, airport run for you is like a 20-minute drive. Have you been to Denver, dude? It's probably the worst. Well, you're not living in the city of New York, but per city, Denver's airport is one of the furthest away from downtown Denver. Okay. Is it an hour and 45-minute drive? No, but on a per city basis. Okay. Well, for me, it's an hour and 45-minute drive. Well. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's about it. That wraps up the show. Thank you very much for listening. Third week of John Boy and Jake Radio in the books. Thank you very much for listening. Mamacita. Oh, oh. I'm, I'm a rookie with the soundboard. Oh, I got the volume on the wrong level. Ready? See you guys. Hey, if you haven't subscribed yet and you're still listening, subscribe. If you're just listening to a whole show, you're enjoying it a little bit, I guess. So subscribe. Thanks.
Have a good weekend. Send in your weekend. Best weekend, worst weekend. We need them.